Emmanuel, God with us. This is Pastor Mike Kramer of New Life Church, your home of positive faith, bringing you power for living. Come to the cross and find forgiveness. Get into his word and you'll find strength for your soul. Tap into the love that God has given and you'll find power for Powerful Living is a positive faith ministry. We believe that a positive attitude in life is an expression of the positive faith which embraces a powerful truth that with God, all things are possible. Pastor Mike Kramer is a founder of Powerful Living, senior pastor at New Life Church, and the author of the inspirational book, Power Moments. Tap into the love that God has given And you'll find power for living My friend, if I was going to boil all of the truth of Christmas into three words, they would be God with us. You know, the angel said in Matthew chapter 1, verse 23, Behold, the virgin shall be with child and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel, which is translated God with us. Yes, my friend, that word behold. We've talked about that before. It's like a spotlight word. God is saying, I don't want you to miss this. It's like when there's a stage production, a musical, or some kind of dramatic production, and they want to just really focus in on someone or a particular scene. All the lights will go off in the auditorium, and the spotlight will shine right on that particular scene. Well, that's what the word behold is like in Scripture. God shines his light on something that's so important. He's saying, I don't want you to miss this. And that's the way it is with the name Emmanuel, God with us. The virgin would conceive and bear a son and call his name Emmanuel, which means God with us. You know, my friend, you can rest assured that God is with us today. You know, sometimes you look at the world and I don't understand, you know, why things happen the way they do. I don't try to give an explanation for everything that goes on in this world. But one thing we can rest assured, God has not abandoned us. God is with us. And he proved it by sending his son, the Lord Jesus Christ. 2,000 years ago, Jesus Christ left heaven, came to this earth, was born of the virgin, lived a sinless life, died as a sacrifice on the cross for our sins. They buried him, but the grave could not hold him. Three days later, he bodily resurrected from the dead, proving that what he did on the cross satisfied the Father. Yes, Jesus Christ is God in a body. The scripture says, John 1, 1, In the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was God. goes on to say in verse 14, And the Word became flesh, and dwelt among us, and we beheld his glory as of the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. Yes, my friend, Jesus Christ is the physical manifestation of God the Father. That word dwelt in John 1.14 is a word picture 
of a nomadic people that would put their tents together as they would travel and form a little community. And the idea is that Christ pitched his tent among us. God pitched his tent among the human race. And God is with us. My friend, full of grace and truth. Grace is an undeserved favor. God doing for us what we did not deserve. Mercy is God not giving us what we do deserve. Grace is God giving us what we don't deserve. And the scripture says that grace and truth are found in Jesus Christ. You know, I think of Ephesians 2, 8, and 9. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and that not of yourselves. It is the gift of God, not of works, lest anyone should boast. Oh, my friend, God did for us what we could not do for ourselves. Scripture says in Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's a gift. Just like people are going to gather around the Christmas tree and exchange gifts, and, and my, what a wonderful time that always is. But the gift doesn't have meaning until you open it. And you have to open that gift to see what you have inside that box. Well, the way we open up the gift of eternal life is by placing our faith in Christ and Christ alone as our personal Savior. And God is with us, and he's truth. You know, Jesus said, you'll know the truth, and the truth will set you free. My friend, Jesus said, he is the way, the truth, and the life. No one comes to the Father except through Christ. Yes, he is the way, the truth, the life, and he invites us to come to him, and he wants us to place our faith in him. He wants us to experience that grace of God through the truth of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. His name is called Emmanuel, God with us. Oh, my friend, maybe today you're lonely. Maybe you know someone who's lonely, and I would so encourage you to, you know, pick up the phone, give them a call, encourage them. But maybe you're lonely, and you wonder, does anybody care? Well, my friend, rest assured, God cares, and God has not forgotten you, and God has not abandoned you. God loves you, and so his name is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. And you know, the scripture says, if God is for us, who can be against us? You know, my friend, if God's on your team, hey, you're on the right team. Or I guess we should say if we're on God's team, we're on the right team. And the way you get on that team is to place your faith in the eternal son of the living God. His name is Jesus Christ. And he wants to not only be your savior and Lord, your shepherd, he'll be your friend. Jesus said that he's the friend who sticks closer than a brother. And greater love is no one than this, and one lay down one's life for his friends. And Jesus promised that he'll never leave us and never forsake us. Yes, God is with us. We can rest assured that God loves us. My friend, the heart and soul of the New Testament, John three sixteen, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him should not perish but have ever lasting life. Yes, when Jesus stated that, he was actually talking to a man named Nicodemus who was a very religious guy. 
And the Bible says he was a, a ruler of the Jews. He was a Pharisee. I mean, he had reached the top of the religious circle, so to speak. Well-respected. But it was to that man that Jesus said, Nicodemus, unless one is born again, shall not see the kingdom of God. And this puzzled Nicodemus. He wasn't quite sure what to think of that. And so Jesus gave a couple of analogies. He says, well, you know, the wind blows where it wills, and you see it, you see the effects. And so it is with the Spirit of God. And the idea is we may not really see the wind, but you see the effects of the wind. You see the leaves blowing, the, the snow drifting. You see these things that happen, you know, the dust coming across the fields and, and so on and so forth. You see the effects of the wind. Same is true with the new birth. Sometimes it's not easy to explain, but my friend, when you experience it, you'll see the effects. You'll have a, a new desire. You'll have a hunger for the Word of God. That was the first thing that happened to me. Uh, the Bible that, you know, I grew up learning scriptures and all those kinds of things, going to Sunday school and vacation Bible school, church every week and, and all that. And My parents raised me in the church. But when I finally surrendered my life to Jesus Christ and trusted Him, as my Lord and Savior, one of the very first birthmarks, if you will, was a book that just sort of laid on its shelf, and I really didn't have much time for it, became a book that I began to read and devour. Wasn't long till I came across in the New Testament, Matthew 19, 26, with men these things are impossible, but with God all things are possible. And I can tell you right then and there, I was 18, and that verse just leaped off the page, and that became my life verse. But it started by trusting in Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. God loves us. For God so loved the world. My friend, you can put your name in there. The other analogy that he said to Nicodemus was uh, that of the serpent on the brass. In the Old Testament, when all the uh, people had been bitten by the snakes and Moses wasn't sure what to do, God says, put a serpent on a brass uh, up on a pole and those who look will live. And that's the analogy Jesus gave. And then he described it to himself, that the Son of Man would be lifted up and all who look upon him will be saved. And then he rolls in to John three sixteen, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son that whoever believes in him should not perish but have everlasting life. You know, Jeremiah 31, 3 says, you are loved with an everlasting love. Maybe you feel lost today. You're not sure where you fit. Well, Luke 19.10 says, For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. So God is with us. His name is called Emmanuel, which means God with us. God loves us. Oh, my friend, he'll never leave you. He'll never forsake you. And God forgives us. Matthew 1.21 says, His name would also be called Jesus, for he would save his people from their sins. Luke 2.11 says, There's born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Romans 5.8 says, God demonstrated his own love toward us and while we were still sinners. Christ died for us. You know, in Luke's gospel, tells the story on the eighth day when they took the Christ child into the temple to dedicate him, uh, that a man named Simeon picked up the baby and said, Now mine eyes have seen thy salvation and I can depart in peace. Well, what did Simeon see? Well, he saw the from the cradle to the cross of Calvary, to the empty tomb. Those 
cute little baby feet one day would walk the dusty roads of Calvary. Those cute little baby hands one day would be nailed to a cross. That cute little baby face one day would have his beard plucked out and a crown of thorns placed on his head. Those swaddling clothes would one day be exchanged for a purple robe. And that tender little body one day would have a spear in its side. And those cute little hands lifting up would one day reach out for all of humanity. My friend, that's who Jesus is. God with us, that he might go to the cross, die and raise again, and give the gift of eternal life to all who believe. I love the story of... uh, story is told of a, a little girl in London. There's a place over there, a, the chapel in London, known as the Charing Cross, which has now just become known as the Cross. And it was built in the honor of one of the uh, kings who'd lost his wife and was dedicating these chapels along the way. When he got to London, he called it the Charing Cross. And this little girl uh, sort of got lost in the streets of London and was sitting on this uh, sidewalk crying and a a police officer came up to her and said, you know, can I help you? And she said, well, I don't know how to get home. And he asked for her address, and she didn't know it. So he started naming some places, you know, Piccadilly Circus. No, it's not near that. Westminster Abbey. No, it's not near that. He said, what about the cross? And the little girl lit up with a big smile and said, yes, yes. Take me to the cross, and I can find my way home from there. And, oh, my friend. So it is today. Take us to the cross, and we can find our way back to God from there. Yes, Jesus Christ, that cute little baby, was more than just a baby. God in a body. That's what's known as the incarnation. God with us. That is the miracle of the manger, that God loves us. God is with us. And God forgives us. That's the greatest human need, is to be forgiven. And my friend, that is found in our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Why not place your faith and trust in him today? Pray this simple prayer. Dear God, I believe in Jesus Christ. I believe Christ died on the cross for my sins and bodily rose again for me. And Lord Jesus, I invite you into my life to be my personal Lord and Savior. Oh, my friend, you pray that prayer. It'll be the greatest Christmas gift you've ever received. You'll be so glad that you did. Now may the Lord bless you and keep you. May the Lord make his face shine upon you. May the Lord turn his face towards you and be gracious to you. May the Lord give you peace in your heart and power for living. Amen. Amen.